the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, our show is all about saving money, building up wealth, and understanding the world today. Our motto and philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. And you always want to start with your your qualified savings plans, your 401ks, your 403bs. You want to build up money. You want to build up wealth. And, uh, and that's the way to do it. You get a tax break. You know, people forget you get a tax break every single time you put away money in these plans, and then it grows tax-free up until the point you need it for retirement. And, and, and so, remember, save aggressively, invest conservatively. Typically, you want to save a minimum of 10% in your plan plus the company match. If you're not there, now's the time to do it. Now's the time to, to increase that. Now's the time to build up wealth. So you call your HR person. We're coming up towards year end. Now's the time to be getting it done. Uh, lots to talk about in the show. It seems like every week it, it's like uh, something new happens in the world today. And we're going to be going over a lot of those type of situations. We live in a, a, a very complex world today. It, that uh, that is really the end of an era. It's an end of an era of of uh, you know over the last fifteen years, really. Uh, we we had uh, zero interest rates. We had the Federal Reserve giving away money. Uh, we, we we had you could borrow money uh, uh, for nothing. Money markets paid zero. Uh, you could go get a, a loan for you know three and three quarters, four percent on a mortgage. Uh, it, 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 you know, times were good. The stock market went up every year because there was so much money coursing through the system. And every single time, you know, the world, there was any hiccup, the, the Fed would rush in and flood the system with more money. Uh, the government could spend as much money as they wanted to. Uh, budgets didn't matter or anything else. And, and here we are in a different world today. Uh, money funds are yielding close to 5% now, 48 5%. Uh, mortgages, mortgages were last week were 8%. They dropped some this week. Uh, real estate, instead of going up every year, is, is starting to decline because of that. But the government, there's starting to be real pushback on government spending for the first time in a long time. You know, the Biden administration adopted a, a, a new a theory that, modern monetary theory that, that you didn't, 
you, as long if you controlled the world's currency, you really didn't ever have to worry about borrowing money. You could borrow as much money as you wanted to, and there'd never be any consequences. And you could take interest rates to zero. And they they came up with actually NERT negative interest rate uh, program, uh, it, particularly in Europe. There were negative interest rates, and yeah, you know, I was reading back up uh, a story. Uh, it was uh, back in the you know I want to say. Three or four hundred A.D. and 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 they invaded. I think they invaded into the East. Actually, and uh, and interest rates fell uh, because so much new wealth came into into the into the into the Roman Empire that the uh, that the interest rates fell from twelve to four percent. And yet, and yet here today, so we so as I said, we've got remarkably good. And I've said this before, good evidence of, of interest rates cost. I mean, going back thousands and thousands of years, uh, believe it or not, I mean, over over 2,000 years uh, of interest rates, and none of them, none of them ever came up with negative interest rates up until, you know, some smart people at Harvard said, why don't we do negative interest rates? Now we find out why. It le- it's led to a disaster in the country over overbuilding of commercial properties, uh, you know, ridiculously high stock markets, record deficits that now we can't control. You know, we ended up, I've been saying 600, I've seen some numbers, $610 billion, $650 billion. We've added, we added over $600 billion in the last 30 days. I said that a couple of weeks ago. So, so, you know, basically about a month, there was a month time, 30 days, uh, that, that we added 600, you know, $20 billion or whatever, well over $600 billion to the deficit in one month. One month. I mean, think about that. By the way, in order to get $500 billion worth of debt, it took the United States of America from 1776 to 1975 to get a half a trillion dollars worth of debt. And these guys blow through it in 30 days, boom, like nothing. And it's clearly spending is out of control in in, in the United States. Uh, You know, to to be fair, look, we've got the new Green New Deal. Uh, You know, uh, we have uh, the Ukrainian war, a once in a lifetime opportunity to engage in regime change in Russia. Uh, you know, now now we've got the Israeli war, which we're, we're in a box on, and I kind of had it out with a good friend of mine. Yeah, I really had him out, but big discussion. He's like, oh, you know, it's nothing. So I'm like, no, we've been pulling down munitions, and we're short on munitions because we'll build more. But we don't – our factories are going full blast. We're putting in more factories to build 155-millimeter uh, uh, cannon shells to build more, missiles to build more, uh, drones to build more, everything. They don't have the factories in place because we drew down all our munitions, you know, to, to go on, uh, you know, Victoria Newland's little war with Vladimir Putin – and, 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 and so all of this stuff is, is you know, we got the Green New Deal. We're bringing we're, one of the better things. We're, we're bringing factories back to the United States. We're, we're sending money for semiconductor plants and things like that. All of this stuff is cost. And then these ridiculously ridiculous policies. You know, I was I, I, I was the other day. I, I saw a story on the uh, that they're, they're going to convert uh, office buildings to. To commercial to to homes, well, you know, particularly places like New York City and stuff where nobody wants to live, and, and so the Biden administration has put in an executive order. To, they're going to put thirty-five billion dollars into that program. I'm like, wait a minute, the, 
the president doesn't have the, the power to spend the money. It has to be approved by Congress. How is this possible that you can just toss out executive's orders and spend $35 billion? You know, I, I was like, that doesn't seem to make – well, it turns out – there's so much money in the, in, in the, the uh, beat inflation now deal, which was basically a Green New Deal that everybody hates. They called it defeat inflation bill. They're, they're, they're reallocating money in that. They're, they're, they put these massive pools of monies in these programs, and, and the stupid Republicans gave them anything they wanted. And so these huge pools of money. I mean, spending is utterly out of control. The, the numbers I'm seeing on fraud, they've done some numbers on fraud, particularly in the uh, the employee tax credit. I'm not even going to repeat on this show that we're gigantic. It's Billions and billions and billions of dollars. Enormous money went to China and elsewhere around the world by fraudsters with these programs. It's spending is utterly out of control. At the same time, our borders are in a complete state of collapse. Uh, about 1,500 years ago, China, if you came into China, you crossed the border, they would take your name down and they'd keep count of the people coming in and, in and out of China because they wanted to make sure if you came in, you left. This is 1,500 years ago in China. In the United States of America today, this fool, senile old fool, Joe Biden, has basically opened the border up to anybody that wants to come in to the, into the United States. There, there, last number I saw, there's 600,000 gotaways. We have no idea that who's coming in. Now, keep in mind, we're basically at war with Russia right now. Okay, Hezbollah and Hamas is threatening the United States that, you know, their leader said of, of, of Hezbollah, there's going to be payback to the United States. They're sending spies in. China could be at war with the United States. There's, I, I promise you, they're sending spies and saboteurs, long-term deep cover spies into the United States through that southern border. All of them are doing that. It, but they don't care. And, and, and so what we're dealing with is, is a country in crisis. So people see, see a country in crisis. They see a country where, 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 where the borders wide open. Anyone that comes, drugs are pouring in at such a rate that, that we're losing 100,000 people a year. We're number three in the world at losses due to war. The number one, Ukraine and Russia, and then our border war is costing us 100,000 people because we're not doing anything about it. They're flooding the country. We don't even care. I mean, the Russians, the the Ukrainians, they're horrified the losses that they're, they're, you know, I promise you, everyone over there is horrified at the losses of of humanity due to that war. The United States, they don't. Joe, Joe Biden could care less. Every dead human being is left CO2 on the planet in his mind. George Soros, same way. And so these people come in. So, so what is we, we've seen what's happening is, is people around the world are looking. So this is something that we've been trying to explain on the show. We're not the only ones seeing this. I mean, people are, I mean, they come to me all the time. You know, they're just horrified of what's happening in the United States of America. Well, people elsewhere in the world are looking at this. Hamas is looking at this. Look, the U.S. can't do anything. Let's attack Israel. You know, Hezbollah thinking, hmm, these people are incompetent in the United States. You know, they're running out of munitions. They, they've given, they've basically given them all to the Ukraine. Now's an ideal time to attack. The Chinese are going, hmm, what can we get out of the Americans? They're in a complete state of decline. And the Chinese people are looking at the United States and going, open borders, out of control, climb, all over the place, $650 billion spent in the last 30 days, out-of-control government spending, people sleeping in tents and homeless people all over the place, 
And the United States is the only country in the world where you can go into any major company, uh, 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 retailer like Home Depot, take anything you want, and walk out the door. And the only thing they'll say is, sir, please spin that back, put that back. If you say no, you walk out. They, could, they don't do anything. That's their policy. Everybody else in the world looks at that, and they realize the United States is, is, in, is, is collapsing. And they're taking advantage of the Chinese are taking advantage. The Russians know that you know, they've they basically beaten us over there. It's a, it's a damn disgrace. It, but this, this was obvious how this was going to play out from the, from the beginning. It, it wasn't, you know, they, we had numerous opportunities to get everything we wanted out of that deal. And instead, it was regime change from Victoria Newland and a bunch of neocons in the White House that it have cost us hundreds of billions of dollars that put us at risk around the world, have, have opened up Israel to attack because of it. Make no mistake, people saw what happened in the Ukraine and they took advantage. And so, and, you know, I'm sorry this is a retirement show, but, but what good does it do if, 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 if if, if we save for retirement and, and, every, and, and then the country collapses into lawless chaos that it's doing in the United States today. It, and again, it's deliberate. It's not accidental. It's not we didn't know how. This is a plan. It's plan put in place by George Soros and, and you know, the Nazi youth group Alex Soros. It, 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 and Joe Biden, they've done nothing to control the border. Nothing at all. They don't care. A hundred thousand people, as I said, but the only two countries that have lost losses like that are Ukraine and Russia. Those people are horrified. The United States, they don't care. And so it needs to be pointed out to people. You need to bear witness to the evil that is happening out of this White House today. And, 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 you know, and I'm sorry this is a retirement show. We want to talk about that. But, but the thing you understand is that's not good for your retirement. That's not good for your pensions. That, you have to protect yourself in this type of world today, which means a much more defensive posture. You know, the, 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 around the world, people are, are talking uh, about the U.S. And, and just in the U.S., some of the wealthiest, smartest people are like, God, this is a real concern. People are seeing it. I mean, and one of the big shocks of, of, of the, of the of Hamas's, you know, attack on Israel is how many how many of these radicals are in the United States wanting to sit there and attack the Jewish people? They're all at Harvard. They're at Yale. They're all, there are all these schools that they've allowed these people to come in. It. And they've had people go up there. We, I, I saw someone that went to Harvard, and they talked to the, to the Jewish kids, the white kids, the, the Asian kids. And they're like, look, we're being attacked on campus, and, and people are hating us. And, and we go and talk to the diversity people on campus. They're like, we don't care. It, 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 but they've let these radicals get into these institutions. If you look anywhere in the world, the radicals always come out of out of the universities. The radicals got uh, the, you know the Bolsheviks came out of the universities in 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 in, in, uh, in Russia. They came out of the the the, the, uh, the institutions in China. The same thing. Uh, always these radicals are they, and people are suddenly opening their eyes to what's happening in the world. Now, what are we going to do about it? I'll tell you after the quick break in the Maxwell Saving Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. 
Hi, I'm Sam Malone, the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. So the next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio. We're always on. This is AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and the market. Let me see here, right, just pulling some stuff up here to talk about. Uh, the line chart, there it is. The uh, so 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 we're talking in a world today of 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 a of a very different, more unstable world is what we're looking at. And so, what do you do? And, and so, in that world, you have to be more cautious in 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 your your actions. You have to be more defensive. And 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 I think I think the important thing is is to is to understand that it, not that there are opportunities out there. If you look at if you look at the uh, at the short, as we said earlier in the show, short term money markets back two years ago were yielding close to zero. Uh, today, if you look at them, they're four point eight percent right now. Uh, if you look at the, uh, let me see here, there it is. Uh, if you look at the at, at, at the, you, you can get over over four point four percent in treasuries, going out about six months. Now, let me let me just clarify that <laughs> this actually came up. I saw this on Twitter, and uh, the four point. If you look at a six month, uh, well, let's just go with the one year. It's a little lower, but one one year is is five point two eight percent right now on one year treasuries. Uh, the the six month is what's that? 
The six month is at four point four four point about four point five point four eight percent. Now, what that means is you get an that's yield to maturity. That's annualized. That means if you actually held it for one year, since you're only holding it for six months, you only get about two point two five percent interest. That that seems a little simplistic, but 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 a lot of people don't understand understand this. So when you're purchasing a bond, you, you get a yield to maturity. That's an annualized basis. So if it's six months at 5.5%, you, you, you get, you know, 2.25% for six months. If, if it's if it's a two-year bond yielding 5%, that means you get back 5% a year yield to maturity, which is a total of 10%. And, and, and one of the things you always want to remember on bonds is that yield of maturity is typically all you, you're going to get. Now, if, if, if you're planning to trade the bonds earlier this year or late last year, we bought TLT, which is a short-term, which, which is a long-term ETF treasury bond. And, and, uh, and we, 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 we were able to get some capital gains on it, but, but that's for trading type of thing. But, but typically, you, you purchase most of our bonds we tend to, to purchase and hold to maturity. And so that's what you're going to get. So you have to understand that. So you have to be happy with with, with the percentage rate you're going to get. And then you just don't worry about whether the bond goes up or down. You go, look, I'm getting five percent or six, seven percent a year. That's you know that's that's what I'm getting there. It's not like a stock where you have capital gains typically, unless it's it's purchased for a trade, which is a little different. Now, the other thing with bonds is as interest rates go up. The value of the bond goes down, it, 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 and, and so this is why there's been such losses in the bond market over the last couple of years. This, this is why we've been saying, and for our clients, we've been short-term bonds for several for a number of years now because interest rates were rising, inflation was going up in an inflationary environment. You don't want to own longer-term bonds because interest rates go up and the value of the bond goes down. And the reason the value of the bond goes down, if you get a bond paying paying three, you know. Four percent out uh, 10, 10 years, or, or, or you know, a tra- the Treasury markets were yielding you know three two and a half percent, three percent, and inflation goes up to nine percent. You're actually losing money, so the value goes down of the bond. Uh, it, a, a bond is basically a, a return of principal plus a, a stream of, of of income payments. And if inflation goes up, those those income pay- payments become worthless, and 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 and, and you're your principal gets returned ten years in the future at a at a reduced value, and, and, and so that's that, that that's why that's the case. So as interest rates go up, the value of the bond goes down. So in its inflationary environment now, you know shorter term bonds are a better place to be. I mean, I, the the two years dropped some. We've been talking about the two year here. It, it, it's dropped quite a bit this week. It's down to four point eight percent. You know, it was it was over four uh, percent. I mean, over over five uh, percent here just just the other day. But you know, but that again, you're guaranteed that. So that that so just that's a little tutorial on bonds. Uh, stocks are different. You're you're going to get a dividend with plus. You're going to get the stock price, which is hopefully going to grow, and the dividends are going to grow over time. So, so maybe the stock is yielding three percent now, and in a couple of years it's yielding four and a half because they've increased the dividends on on your money. Uh, but but with a bond, it, it's all the same. So what you see at that yield to maturity is what you get. It's always an important thing to, to remember. And 
you know, it's, it's, we, we actually have some, the, the value, we, we own a lot of treasuries, but it, 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 we, it, we, it, we tend to also sometimes look in that BAA area too. Uh, it's just kind of the lower end of investment grade, but that's where you tend to get opportunities. You want to find good, reasonable companies that aren't going to be reckless with their money, that, that just kind of chug along because we just want to make sure we get our money back. Treasuries, the good thing about treasuries, and we talk a lot about them in here, is they're very liquid. You can always, uh, if you buy a, a corporate bond or a beneficial bond and, and you try to you know, sell it you know, a week later, you might lose 1% or 2% on that bond if, if you're not careful. Uh, we, at Maxwell Savings Advisors, we tend to buy institutional-sized blocks and so we get better deals. But, uh, but, but, but there's a bigger spread on those where treasuries, you can, you know, if inter- everything stays the same, you might probably can get out just about right where you bought it the next, next week on, on treasuries. So it's a much more liquid market. And that's why we, you know, we tend to, particularly for short-term bonds or bonds where we own, own them and we think we might use them to get somewhere else if we see a better deal or move out on the curve or something, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of park them in treasuries because we're like, hey, this is a pretty good return. It's super liquid and it's ultra safe. So something to think about. Uh, in theory, the safest investments out there are, are U.S. treasuries. Uh, the rate the government's going, you sometimes wonder in the future, but even at crisis, there always be, will be liquidity in the treasury markets. And, and typically in a crisis, which hasn't happened as much this time, which is a real warning sign, is people flock to treasuries for safety. Now, that didn't really happen. If, if, you, if you look at the uh, if you look at the ten-year Treasury, uh, let me pull up a chart of that. Uh, if you look at the ten-year Treasury, the Israeli war started. Uh, I think right around the first of October, rates went down and then they went up. That was very unusual for that to happen. And the reason why it happened is is that that the the People that the government, as we talked about earlier in the show, when you're borrowing six hundred billion dollars in thirty days, when a crisis comes up, there's such there's so much so much treasury issuance from the federal government that it overwhelmed the the, the safety bid that happened in the market. That's very unusual, and so this is this is something. It's kind of a real warning shot of what we're seeing happening in the in the world today. Now. Another thing here, I wanted to, let me see if I can get this, pull up a, let's see, where is it? Well, we'll get this story after the break. But but there's starting to be some real pushback out there on uh, uh, about this reckless government spending. Uh, you know, there's starting to be some real, uh, people are concerned about uh, Janet Yellen, about uh, the, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, all of these people, there's real concern about are they doing a good job? Uh, you know, uh, the Fed is kind of caught in a box, uh, and uh, you know, I, I think they're in a very difficult situation. Well, I really fault fault the Federal Reserve is is the the situation is the, the out of control spending. It's clearly out of control at the federal level, and and the Fed is is absolutely unwilling willing, and they become political and not willing to say, hey guys. Spending is getting out of control. We've got to watch the spending. Our, our debt's $33 point something trillion. It's gone up, as we said, it's gone up $650 billion in the last 30 days. And you would think somebody at the Fed uh, would say something, but they're not because they, they, this is where they, their problems have come is they become too political 
with the Biden administration. And there's too many political appointees versus people that are looking at this and going, there's a real problem. And so, so I think going forward, our interest rates going back down to where they were, uh, you know, let's just take a look at the chart of, of, of the 10 year bond. Do you realize back in 2021, the 10 year bond was at 1.2%. It's not going back to that. It's, it, you know, if it is, we're going to be in a depression, a deflation or a depression, which which is possible. But look, let's all be realistic. If we go into a, a deflationary depression, we know what's going to happen. The Fed is going to flood the system with money. The government's going to spend money like crazy, and and so eventually we're going to hit a wall. And, and the minute the minute the economy slows down, and we believe it's starting to slow down. And and, and, and look, we've had people been predicting. A, a huge recession for the last year and a half, and it hasn't happened yet. And, and what, what they've been wrong on that is, because we felt like it was going to do better than, than expected because of the, inter, the the government spending. Government spending has been running just recently about eight percent of GDP. That's enormous. That goes up and down by quarter. Uh, that's an enormous amount of government spending. It, it's just, I mean, that is a World War II. Oh my God, the country's under threat. Uh, of attack type of, of, of spending level. It, it, it's unheard of in basically, quote, peacetime, although with a uh, uh, time economy, it, it, it's, it's unheard of in, 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 in an economy that's not in a recession. You know, sometimes you'll see that in, in a bad recession or something, you know, the, the recession falls off, the government's got to spend some more money. This is in, this is in, in, in a good, a, a, you know, the GDP is about 5% for the last quarter. I mean, that's a pretty good economy. Why would you be spending that type of money? You do that, it's like, oh, my God, we're going to war, or, oh, this is the worst recession I've ever seen. We've got to support the people. And instead, and this is something we have talked about, is, is this, this administration has adopted a wartime economy. They, they're fighting with the Ukraine. They're trying to ramp up uh, defense spending for China. They're also engaged in, in a climate war, an existential climate war that we're all going to die unless we remove all the CO2 from the planet, which makes utterly no sense. But that's another story. But but that, that this is enormous amounts of spending, $850 billion uh, Green New Deal, they called it the, 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 the reduce inflation package, they called it. it. It was a massive Green New Deal infrastructure, 800, uh, was it $600 billion for that? It's been one thing after another, and, and, and Congress has given these guys anything they want to spend money on. And, and, and so in that world, they're running massive deficits, and these deficits are, are, are using so much money, borrowing so much, it's pushing up the interest rates. So we're going to be coming to a problem in the world today. So where do you go in that type of situation? We have inflation. We have out-of-control government spending. We have wars, uh, two wars, really two wars and a, and a very, very hot Cold War with, with China, uh, and we have a climate war, uh, war on uh, existential war on the climate. If we don't do something, you know, in thirty, you know, twenty years, we're all going to die off, and the seas are going to rise, you know, five or ten feet. And oh, by the way, the seas have gone up and down for millions and millions of years. The scariest thing out there is if you look at the plains. If you look at Houston, Texas, it was underwater millions of years ago. There was times that it was, you know, Galveston would have been, you know, 100 miles, 50 to 100 miles 
further into the Gulf because the Gulf was lower, and they, there's other times it was you know 100 miles higher. So, but but that that happens in the world today. But you, instead, I think we really have a group of people that are using CO2 to put forth a bunch of a radical agenda, and they've been very successful at it. But so in this world today, uh, you, you've got to understand out of control spending out-of-control borrowing, inflation, wartime, uh, 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 you know, what's going to happen? Nobody knows. Does this spread? And, and, and you know, We're going to comment some on, on the Israeli war here later on. But in that world, you want to be more defensive. You want to be shorter-term bonds, short-term uh, money markets, precious metals. Again, if you live in a world where, where, where there's unlimited spending and unlimited borrowing, you want to own things that have value. They can't print more. They can't print more gold. They can't print more silver. They can't print more copper. They can't print more oil. So, so you want to be in those things. You want to be in the, with an oil company. The oil's, oil's in the ground. And Chevron just did the, uh, a big takeover of Hess. You know, for, for the the Ghana properties. Uh, Ghana properties. The, the big discoveries down there. Well, you know, they're going to have a million barrel oil production coming out a day production coming out of there for probably into the 2040s. And, and, and so, the, the, your costs are in the ground already. The oil just comes out of the ground, and if oil doubles and keeps going up, they, they, their their costs go up marginally, and, and they make more money. It, it, and it's, it's the same thing with with everything out there. If you look at housing, housing really should have fallen much more than it has. But again, there's so much money. People are buying houses to, uh, you know, as, as alternative investments uh, because there's too much money in the system. So in a, in a world where you're going to have a bifurcated financial system where other, other countries are looking to gold to stabilize their currency. So, so the central banks are around the world. This is going to be some of the big, the big record years for buying gold. So you want to be in that area because they can't make any more. So th- there are opportunities out there. It, it, it's, it's a different world. The 60, 40, uh, 60% bond, 60% stock, 40% bond world is a different world that, that, that did well over the last you know, 20 or 30 years, that's not going to do well going forward. It's going to change, and we're already seeing that in the in the environment. Bonds have lost money for the last three years uh, in, in a row, uh, and that hasn't happened uh, since the start of the republic. And, and, and it, what is it? Wars, inflations, they're not good for long-term bonds. And, and so it's, it's a different world. Wait, tell you what, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone, the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 
512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the BG stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. So the next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio. We're always on. This is AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're kind of talking about the world today, understanding it, and uh and where do we go from here? Uh, oh, by the way, I, I pulled up on my Bloomberg the uh, the Stanley Druckenmiller is is the uh, billionaire that really pushed back on Janet Yellen over the last couple weeks, and, and he made some comments like, "Why didn't the Fed, when when interest rates were zero, as we were saying, you know, uh, basically almost two years ago, uh, uh, Treasury rates were at one point five percent on the ten year? Why didn't you put? Why didn't you push more of this government debt out?" For out longer term, so we lock in the, the one and a half percent rates instead of close to five percent they are now, four and a half. And, and and so she pushed back and said, "Well, they did they did come back and 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 linked in the curve." But then, Druckenmiller, who is by the way, I, I I think of all the is one of the smartest people on Wall Street. He's got the track record. Uh, he's very candid. And one of the key things when you when you listen to people on Wall Street is you want to see who 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 really knows what they're talking about. And the other thing is who's been able to do it. And also who will tell you the truth. I mean, who is an honest person and, and won't talk their book or, or but will give you an assessment? And Druckenmiller really is is is, is he's blunt, he's truthful, and that's very very valuable uh, when you're looking listen to people uh, to listen to. But but. He pushes back and he said, "Look, you've got to include the the, the the funds at the at the Federal Reserve's balance sheet, which is, has surged up as well. And if you look at the at the Federal Reserve's balance sheet, it has surged up. I had it here somewhere, up to about seven or eight billion trillion dollars itself. So he said, you've got to add those two together because the Federal Reserve is paying there they're paying uh, interest." Uh, on their borrowing there as well, and and, and so uh, that that is paying overnight rates on in the repo market. Uh, if you, uh, I'm surprised that the Treasury Secretary has chosen to exclude eight trillion dollars on the Fed balance sheet that is paying overnight rates in the repo market. And, and this is 
this is an interesting thing. And the Fed is what you know didn't used to pay money interest on those, and they have, which which I think it was a mistake. But 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 again, massive amounts of debt. And if you look at the debt, uh, the the U.S. Uh, our borrowing is they're going to have to borrow an additional one. Uh, the, the U.S. government issue in the U.S. is up sixty percent year over year. Uh, into twenty next year, it's going to go up sixty percent from what it is now. And, and so this is the problem uh, that that we're dealing with. Uh, the total debt is now thirty three point six trillion, up fifty eight billion dollars in one day. Up six hundred. They're using in this case it was six hundred four billion dollars in one month. Uh, it, 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 and so. The, the, the spending is clearly out of control overall, and, and so, so it, that's a dangerous place to be. Uh, you know, I, I saw some people instead. Yeah, you know, the question is, are we Japan, where they're going to take rates back to zero and build up a massive balance sheet, or, or are we Argentina, where 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 they just hyperinflate everything? I, I think, given the sheer amount of debt in the systems and, and, and the problem with the bifurcation, the splitting of the financial system globally, where a lot of, of the BRIC countries are now trying to adopt alternatives to the U.S. financial system, there's a danger that dollars one day become become too plentiful. Well, they already are too plentiful, and they start going down in value. And and I think the minute interest rates start going down in value, uh, interest rates start dropping, I think that's going to cause a drop in the dollar. And the only thing kind of holding it up is the Europeans and the Japanese are so incompetent themselves that that it, it's, you know, it's it's like three drunk people all holding each other up. Uh, and, and so this is something we want to watch. But, but looking out, uh, I think you've got to continue to be concerned about inflation and out-of-control spending. And, and uh, why this is so important to retirement planning is, is you've got 25, 30 years where you could live for to uh, live to be in your 90s, uh, and 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 have it, that you've got to have that money. And, and so it's not important what happens next week or next month, but what what happens five years from now. And, and, and inflation can do huge amounts of damage over that time. Uh, inflation's dropping now, but it tends to go up in. You know, if you look at the 1940s, you look at the 1970s. It was three waves. We're basically in the first wave, and, and we'll sort of see see how it goes from here. But but it's still it's still quite high, and and we'll just have to kind of continue to, to monitor it and see where it all goes. Uh, this week we had a couple big things happening. Uh, this week we had the, the market had a very good week. It was it was up substantially uh, after breaking down. It broke down underneath the 50-day in the in the uh, in, in the 100-day moving average, and it went underneath the 200-day moving average. It really was starting to completely break down, and and then all of a sudden the the the, the there was talk that that the bond market had peaked and this was it, and things were turning up, and then we had a weak, somewhat weak jobs numbers, and it shot up because inter, because people are hoping interest rates are going to go down. It, and and so the ten-year bond went from about four point nine percent down to about four point five eight percent, which is a big drop, uh, about about a, a six five point nine percent drop, and that kind of ignited a boom up in the markets. I, I, I think one of the problems people are still misunderstanding. They're hoping the economy is going to slow down, but if the economy slows and goes into recession or slows down. Uh, 
the problem is then corporate earnings come under pressure. And so we have to see oil dropped about 5% as well, down to $80. Uh, the market jumped up uh, substantially uh, in, on that. Gold stayed about the same, and in, in, in the dollar dropped. That bid key, and, and gold just is right at $199, one, uh, uh, $1,999.50. They're trying to keep it under Two thousand dollars, trying to hold it under, but, but as we said, there's huge buyers of the central banks are buying gold. Uh, the dollar dropped as well for the first time in a, in a while, and and, I, and it was down about one point four percent. So what we're really seeing is, we, 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 the question is, are we seeing a, a fundamental shift? Uh, I think the thing you want to watch is is the dollar. I, that, that's going to be to me the, the, the key deal uh, this week. Uh, is do we start getting a break in the dollar? And, and we think whatever happens when the dollar starts going down, the, the precious metals are going to go up. Uh, it should stabilize oil. Uh, the question is, is is this the start of a new bull market? We, we don't think so. Uh, we, we think we're still in a much higher interest rate world. We think we're in a, in a much more unstable economy. We're in a wartime inflationary world. And so we don't think this is going to trigger a start of a new bull market. I, I think what's going to happen, and what surprised me was the tech stuff went up this week because the tech sector hasn't really corrected very much. It's still very high PE multiples on it. And, and if you look underneath at the equal weight S&P 500, I haven't checked in the last day or so, but it was it was down some. It's probably about even right now, up a little bit, uh, which means that, that, that the 493 other stocks out of the seven of the S&P 500 have been down for quite quite a bit. And what should happen is you should see selling coming into the into the tech sector into year end, and maybe the equal weight S&P go up and, and smaller caps start going up because they've been hit pretty big. I think we're going to see a substantial correction in the tech sector. I think that there's been this was kind of triggered this week by 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 Huge buying of calls by particularly some big uh, funds out there. They realized there was a lot of people short the market, and, they're, and they're, they're trying to run up. They're going to push it up with the, with the call buying. I, I don't think it holds up. Uh, I, I, I'm not in the camp that we get a new bull market going into year end. Uh, I, I, I think I think there's a lot of issues out there, and the, the question is what's going to happen with the, with the war in the Middle East. That, if you look at it, it you know they conti- Israel continues to surround Gaza. The question is who gets dragged into it. And the big danger on all of this is that you know the, the people in Syria throwing missiles at Israel, Hezbollah throwing some missiles, uh, Yemen throwing some missiles at them, and it some of these people uh, are doing. And Turkey recalled an ambassador. Some of these people are doing it because they have to make it look like they're standing up for the Palestinians because they don't want protests to break out in their country and topple the government. I mean, it, it's it's a big issue. If if one of these moderate uh, governments in these countries collapse, then look out. Uh, it, it, and and that, that that that's going to be kind of the thing. And the other thing is, do, do, does Yemen come in and try to do something? Evidently, the the Iranians are giving them a lot of long range missile missiles, which are being used against. And does this spread to Hezbollah and ultimately to Iran? I mean, I I don't see how how you can, you know, this. I mean, this is this is a longer term process. It's going to take time. Uh, 
the, the you know, Hamas is very well dug in. They're very sophisticated, you know, for what they have. Uh, I mean, you, you know, people in the Middle East aren't stupid. I mean, I think that's a mistake a lot of people make. They're very bright people. And and so this is this is still going to be a tough war. I think it's made matters worse, quite frankly, by the uh, by the situation in the Ukraine. Uh, and now there's talk that that, that you know there maybe we they need to look at peace talks over there. Uh, and you know maybe one of the things we can give them with the lever is keep the Russians out of the Middle East. And the Russians are kind of fomenting trouble there just because they know if there's more trouble there, it takes pressure off of them in the Ukraine. Which is again, as we talked at length about the foolishness of this incursion, it, I don't think anything has ever done more damage. Any war has done more damage to the United States' prestige and abilities than than this Ukraine. Uh, supporting Ukraine to the point, I mean, I would have supported them, but to the point of regime change in Russia that they came with out of the White House was stupid and foolish, and and, and it's done massive damage to the country. And, 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 it, and you're seeing reverberations in the Middle East and elsewhere because of it. So, so the question is, where do we go from here? And I think we're starting to see some opportunities in different areas. It's interesting the, the electric vehicles, if you look at long-term electrification, it, 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 I, I think of vehicles and things, it's going to be a, a positive. It's going to happen. It, it was, you know, the process was kind of hijacked. I mean, Elon Musk, invent, basically Tesla, invented the electric cars and really was, was the modern-day Henry Ford. And, and, and then you had the people, the, this globally economic forum, Davos crowd, you know, jump on and, they, you know, they were going to sit there and defund the oil and gas sector, as Larry Fink like said, and they were going to defund the state of Texas because we were supporting oil and gas, and they were going to take over and tell everybody how to do everything. And people have told them basically to go to hell, and it, 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 it's hurt that the reputation of electric cars in, in, in quite frankly, uh, you know, the concern for the planet. So, so most people are very concerned for the planet, but, 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 but these radical agenda of this new world order group has hurt it. So, so it's hurting, it's hurting the, the demand for electric cars. I think that might present some opportunities in different sectors we're starting to look at going forward. There's been some very, very substantial corrections on that. Uh, it, 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 by the way, just to diverge just a minute, it's really interesting. It, you know, we have been a huge critic of the Global Economic Forum, Davos, Larry Fink, you know, Klaus Schwab, all these people. And Elon Musk is, you know, I think this is a, and we've been saying this is an anti-human agenda, which is what they're, which I believe he's not, he said this is a battle between the, 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 the basically a humanist, a human agenda, human-based agenda, and the extinctionists. And the extinctionist people are the global economic form that we need to get rid of all the population to save the planet. And so, and I, I think it, it's really cold, that battle is, is starting to coalesce, and you're seeing people are, they're starting to be huge pushback on these, these, these environmental radicals in, the, in this, in this global economic forum agenda out there from people all across the world. And, 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 but it is an extinctionist agenda. It's an anti-human agenda, which is, it's an anti-Christian agenda, by the way, as well. And, 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 and so you're starting to see some real pushback out there. As we've been talking a number of months, there really starts to be turning these real pushback. People are getting it. They're standing up. They're saying, I'm tired of this. I'm not going to take it anymore. And I think it's going to continue. It's going to be very hard fought elections coming up, which is another story. Anyway, but 
So not to divert, so I, I throw a lot at you today, and I appreciate you listening to the Max Out Savings Show. So the strategy continues to be, you want to stick, understand we live in an inflationary wartime world with out-of-control government spending, and that, that requires a lot more caution in, 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 the, in the world today. It requires a different strategy. That you don't want to be in long-term bonds when, when inflation is high. Now, you can move out some on the curve a little bit, you know, to capture some of the higher rates, but you still want to have be cautious and un- understand what's happening. Uh, I, I, I think we're going to continue to build upon what's going to happen into year end and next year as well. But but you want to still stick to that cautious strategy uh, of of higher levels of cash, shorter term bonds, precious metals, commodities, stocks, stable stocks in stocks and stable industries that are paying good dividends. Those are going to be, because remember, this is a long, retirement planning is a long-term game. So if you need some help, uh, go to our website, maxoutsavingshow.com. Thanks for listening to the Max Out Savings Show. Next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer. J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.